So California Governor Gavin Newsom, he is shifting the blame to the Republican critics for amplifying the homeless crisis plaguing San Francisco. And he claims they have to focus on our failures for them to be right. All this, despite the city of San Francisco facing a massive exodus over crime. Yeah, this is this is Newsom's way of just kind of shrugging off that little tiny problem of homelessness, crime, drugs, poop on the sidewalks. Let's get into it. Here we go. So how do we get to this story? Well, California's governor on Wednesday night appeared on Seth Meyers' late night show, literally late night show, and was asked about the state of San Francisco. Oh, hey, hot topic. Well, we're going to have to do a little song and dance here. And he did. Problem is, song and dance doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You're like, you're going to blame the Republicans for merely pointing out that San Francisco has some enormous structural issues within the confines of its city. Hmm. And that is somehow the Republicans pointing out the obvious. Yeah. Governor Newsom told Seth Meyers he was defensive of crime-ridden San Francisco and insisted that the problems plaguing the city were exaggerated by Republicans. You can only do so much exaggeration. And I believe the, the photos speak for themselves. The fact that when the APEC conference came to San Francisco and Newsom again said, yeah, we coined it up. Of course we did. That's what we did. <laughs> you know, and you're like, okay, yeah, no, all right. He was basically stating, hey, we cleaned it up because it needed to be cleaned up because we had all these important people coming in and just totally missed the fact that local San Francisco residents are just literally getting crapped on. And the governor and the mayor, everybody else, their attorneys don't do anything until somebody comes in from China. Yeah, yeah. California governor, who is mayor of San Francisco from 04 to 11, was asked by Myers on Wednesday night about the city, which has seen an exodus of business and residents amid rampant crime, particularly burglary, homelessness, and companies staying remote. So those are some of the reasons. And not all the reasons that the businesses have done this massive exodus are because, you know, it's, it's so dangerous. It's so crime ridden. You've got a massive narrative of which, you know, is playing into the record levels of vacancy in downtown San Francisco. Downtown San Francisco just hit the highest level of vacancy it has ever had. At uh, 35.9%, well, actually, we could take take a quick peek here and uh, and see, 35.9%, a modest jump from last quarter's rate of 34. Now, when I was jokingly talking about this number uh, within the last year, I was like, are we going to hit 40%? Thinking, God, we'll never hit that vacancy factor in San Francisco. You're getting there. But so much of that has to do with work from home and the technology used in San Francisco. Everybody's working from home and nobody wants to be in the downtown. A quarter of a million people have fled the Bay Area since the beginning of 2020, Newsweek reported in June. San Francisco is battling a homeless crisis, an epidemic of drug overdoses. And Myers asked Newsom how he responds to these very real problems. Newsom replied, 
Well, you own the issues and then you start to address them. Look, they've been on a doom loop about San Francisco ever since Nancy Pelosi became speaker. Uh, and some of that has to do with the fact that it's not really a doom loop that we're pointing out. We're just pointing out what's going on on the streets on a daily basis. That's not, hey, San Fran's got this doom loop thing going on. It's just, hey, what about all the poop on your sidewalks? What about all the crack addicts just walking around? What about all the fentanyl overdose deaths you've got going on? What about homelessness just running rampant? What about having to clean up this, you know, small little block area so that you can literally bring in yeah, folks from communist China to have this big powwow? What about that? And then the minute you clean it up, it goes right back to what, what it was before. What about that? I mean, all anybody that's reasonable has to do is point out these are things that are happening. Don't You don't have to exaggerate it. None of us have to exaggerate it. It's just, it is what it is. So we've been on a doom loop about San Francisco ever since Nancy Pelosi became speaker. Well, how is the Nancy Pelosi uh, federal building doing? Yeah. Are they letting people work in there? Because last I heard was that they had told the employees at the Nancy Pelosi federal building to work from home because it was so dangerous right in that area. And this is after they erected all the big fencing around the building because it had just gotten too dangerous. What about that? I mean, that's not specifically talking about the doom loop. That's part of the doom loop. But you just throw that out there and it's like, ah, oh, yeah, well, now we're making skate parks out of the UN Plaza and that's all going to be great. We're going to play some ping pong. Having said that he owned the issues, Newsom then pivoted to talking about how successful his state was without addressing the problems. What? What? Just a little pivot, a little pivot action. Well, we're going to own them and then we're going to fix them. But um, hey, let's talk about how the domestic product of California is just exceeding the entire rest of the universe. He pointed out the city was closely linked to Pelosi and Kamala Harris, who was born in Oakland and launched her law career in the city, becoming district attorney. Um, yeah, association with Pelosi or Kamala Harris? Yeah, hard no-go in my book. Um, yeah, let's just, we'll just leave it there. He said California was the temple of the American recovery. Huh. How is that recovery coming? Yeah. Pointing out the high job growth rate. Its values are a stark contrast. The difference is daylight and darkness to the Republican Party, Newsom continued. I, I would 100% agree with that. It's just that I think you've got the reality flipped there. You've got it flipped there. Yeah. So for Fox, One American News, Newsmax, they have to focus on our failures in order for them to be right. No, no, Republicans are right because you are literally failing because of terrible policy choices, period. Because this kind of nonsense isn't happening in other more reasonably run cities. It's just not. But you went down all this progressive nonsense and, hey, all of a sudden, the Republicans are picking on us because they're pointing out that we've just got a lot of failure going on here. That's not fair. So we're used to it out there, and we still maintain our resiliency. If things were going well, we wouldn't be talking about resiliency. Resilient, meaning you've got just this onslaught of something coming at you. Boom, we're taking another hit. Boom, another hit. That's resilient. We're still popping back up every single time. That means there's some silliness going on there, shenanigans. 
shenanigans for days, right? In San Francisco. We're not making that up. We're just saying, hey, what do you got going on there? What, what, what are you doing there? What are you doing there about that? How about homelessness in the United States hitting an all-time record high? Yeah, billions of dollars are being spent on more housing. And in reality, it's just getting worse. Why is that? Because you're not dealing with the underlying issue, which is drug addiction and mental health care. Those are the two. I kind of throw those into one because those are the majority of the folks that you have living out in the tents voluntarily voluntarily. And all that is being worked out in the court system right now. All right. So if you are out on the streets and you're not taking shelter, you are voluntarily homeless. Does that count as statistics of homelessness? Good question, right? Yeah, because that's a huge determining factor in how all this stuff goes. Because if you were truly homeless and you just wanted housing and you had no drug addictions or no mental health care, the minute housing was offered to you, you would take it. You would take it. But that's not what's going on out there. Newsom said San Francisco is a special place. I, you know, nobody disagrees with that. It's the amount that you have let San Francisco fall. That people are like, God, it's such a shame. Such a like like areas of Seattle. People say the same damn thing about Seattle. Such a pretty city. But then when you start to look at some of these areas of the city, you're like, oh, good lord, that's not good. Or just the ridiculousness we have going on in cities. He was def he was defensive about it. Newsom was defensive about it. Like you guys in New York during the holidays, there isn't anything like it in the world. It's beautiful. Well, you can say that about Seattle. Seattle's got some of the, you know, coolest physical attributes or Portland. But there's also this underside that many, many people would point as to as an example of policy failure, homelessness, drugs, decriminalization of drugs, decriminalization of crime. Ongoing crime. I mean, just, you know, the list just goes on and it's not a matter of having, oh, we just don't have enough affordable housing. That is not the issue. That is not the issue. The issue is, is you've allowed people to live just willy nilly. And sometimes people who are whacked out of their mind on drugs or are just whacked out of their mind because that's where their mind has taken them. They're literally certifiably need mental help and they can't get it. Because we've basically closed up all the mental institutions and said, attaboy, tiger, get out there in the real world and see how it goes. That's literally what we've done. And you're seeing, you're seeing the narrative start to flip. You are seeing more and more jurisdictions kind of sit down and go, okay, yeah, this whole sweeping people doesn't really do anything other than kind of toe the line you know, hold that line of we can't have homeless encampments everywhere. You got to do something to kind of push back on that. Sweeping does just that. All it does is push back a little bit because you're essentially playing whack-a-mole, right? In order to really get some traction and help the folks out that are in all these encampments, you need to involuntarily put some people into treatment and put them into some, some kind of mental health care facility, depending on what they need. So, you know, this stuff isn't all that hard to figure out, but it's not due to lack of affordable housing. Treatment is housing. So Myers steered him back to San Francisco's problems and how they could be combated. 
You said you own the issue, Meyer said, recounting how grim the city could be. Meyer said the problem was a lack of housing and local residents not wanting new housing in their neighborhood. Not in my backyard. This is not a housing problem. This is an addiction problem, folks. Period. So you've got everybody on this narrative, which just needs some more housing. It's not going to do it because you put a bunch of addicts and whacked out people with mental health care issues that are just out of their minds screaming at the trees. You put those people into housing. Is that just going to magically work itself out? Absolutely not. No, it's just not. It's just not. It's not logical. It's just not logical. You can't blame it on conservatives. This is often your own liberal support base, said Myers. Whew, shots fired. You can't blame it on conservatives. You can't. You can't. Because the reason, if you are in an area that is overrun with homelessness, if you're in an area that's overrun with RVs, it's because you voted in, and by you, I mean collectively the population, voted in politicians that are okay with taking the city this direction. I've been reading um, Jason Rant's book. He's a local conservative. You'll see him on on Fox News. You know who he is. I've basically gotten through his new book. Still can't remember the gosh darn name, but it's a great book. <laughs> I sound, I, I'm just like, oh, he doesn't know the name of the book. Yeah. It's what's, what's killing America. It basically far left policy is just driving these cities into the ground. But one of his chapters, and I'll bring the book in and I'll read it. And he'll say, he, he basically said, Hey, eight miles away from Seattle, it's this town, this city called Bellevue. Now Bellevue has zero homelessness. Why is that? Because our elected officials, the ones that we elected into office, don't tolerate that. And they work with the police department. If you come here homeless, we will get you help to the services that you need because it is not legal within our our community to just pitch a tent wherever, do your drugs, leave your garbage, all that craziness. We've got an app where you, you know, you document it, send it in. Somebody will come out in the next day or two and tell these folks, hey, you got to go. You can't just willy nilly throw out your tent and have all your shenanigans go on here. And so oftentimes I will see it on my ride into work. And what it is, is these are, these are secondary tents. So they've got homeless shelter at the, the converted silver inn hotel, which is next door to the Goodwill. They've got that for their overnight, but they need a place to do their drugs. So they've got these little tents with all their stuff. Yeah, so crazy. But here in Bellevue, we don't have that issue. We don't have tents in our parks. We don't, none, none. And it's because the constituents of this area, even though we're just a few miles away from Seattle, we've never allowed that to be a thing. So if you're in a community where it has happened, that's because you voted the knuckleheads in that allowed the policy to take place. Newsom nodded and said he was suing cities to force them to build more affordable housing. Again, this isn't housing. It has nothing to do with it. You've just got all kinds of people that are experiencing drug tourism. Simple as that. He said an audit had been carried out and more housing was being built, describing affordability as the original sin in California. Newsom finally re- uh, returned to homelessness, saying it was a state and city problem. 
and it had been overwhelming. He said they were investing in behavioral problems and mental health reform. They need to be, and it needs to be done on a very heavy basis. All of the focus on the housing part of it needs to be put into drug addiction and mental health care, in my opinion, as a real estate professional. <laughs> How is that? <clears throat> I'm just basically saying, hey, I am not a mental health care professional, but I have talked with enough people. And all you got to do is walk through a homeless encampment and you're like, okay, yeah, that person is, they are not firing on all cylinders. All right. That one, that one over there. Good Lord. Hope they don't hurt themselves. That one there screaming at the trees, screaming at the clouds, screaming at the sidewalk. Mm, yeah, no, they don't have, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not there. So allowing these people who need to be under care and protection to just roam the streets, you know, is just, it's such a bad idea. And we're watching the end results, which is, you know, when, when you've got, <laughs> when you've got a map in San Francisco documenting all the examples of human excrement on the sidewalk, on the street, wherever it needs to be cleaned up, that kind of tells you what you need to know, right? He said they're investing in behavioral problems, mental health care, saying that they had gotten 68,000 people off the streets since he became governor and 6,000 encampments were removed. And yet their numbers are the worst they have ever been. So you're, you're playing whack-a-mole. You're just moving people around when you're clearing out an encampment. You're not getting those people the help that they need. You're just pretending. You're just pretending. Ah, it's better. It's all right. It's good. 68,000 people off the streets. Well, now we've only got 120,000 left and the number keeps going up because, and, and here, the reason the number is going up is California is a great drug tourism state. It just is. Good weather, plentiful drugs, cheap drugs, criminal activity. If you commit a crime, yeah, it's more than likely just going to be a misdemeanor. Don't have to show up in court. No bail. I mean, you've made California this perfect environment for shenanigans. And so why wouldn't they, right? Why wouldn't they? Many of those encampments were removed for the APEC summit last month, which saw Joe Biden and... <laughs> Xi Jinping, among other world leaders and thousands of delegates, descend on the city. Newsom and San Francisco's Mayor London Breed were condemned for only cleaning up the city when visitors came, asking why they had, hadn't done it sooner. Okay, so here's, here's a picture of an area they cleaned up. Tent City is pictured on December, December 1st. This is after the APEC conference. So you can't keep these streets clean long term. Because you've just pushed these people away a couple of blocks from your zoned off area, and then invariably, they will just return. It's whack-a-mole. It's whack-a-mole with people's lives, right? And so from that standpoint, you know, you haven't cleaned anything up permanently. You just push some people away, and they, like the tide, will come roaring back, you know, when the moon is full, whatever that is. All right. So here are, here are some of the numbers that uh, Gavin Newsom is saying that, uh, you know, the Republicans are pointing out as basically gaslighting, you know, what isn't a terrible situation. It's a completely acceptable situation. But as Republicans are pointing out these deficiencies, they're just over-exaggerating the doom loop, right? $1.3 billion five-year five budget deficit. $1.3 billion deficit. Mm. 
Okay. All right. Downtown footfall, 65% down, meaning you don't have people walking around in your downtown. All right. That's not good. Stores closed 95 plus. That's well over a hundred stores closed now. Office vacancies 31%. No, my friends, that is 35.9% and not done. That will approach gosh darn close to 40%. 40% office vacancy in downtown San Fran in the financial district. Property tax record down almost $200 million. Not shocking. Public transportation, public transportation use down 65%. Nobody wants to ride public transport going into San Fran because a bunch of drug addicts are on there and um, it's just not good. Before the summit, Newsom said, I know folks are saying, oh, they're just cleaning up this place because all those fancy leaders are coming to town. Here's what he literally said. That's true because it's true. But it's also true for months and months and months prior to APEC, we've been having conversations. You know, I would have been happier with him if he wouldn't have said conversations, because conversations, that's just talk. That's no action. If he would have said, yeah, we're, we're, we've been cleaning up for months and months and months before APEC, and they had been. But instead, he goes with, we've been having conversations, because actual activity, you know, towards doing something to help something out, we can't have that. Instead, we've been having conversation. We've been talking about cleaning it up forever. Talking about. It. And they had been cleaning up consistently for months because they knew what a big job it was just to get this one little section around the Moscone Center squared away for their big conference. He added, by definition, you have people over to your house. You're going to clean up the house. Yeah, this is this is a little different than that. This is just a scooch different than that. Yeah, it's not just a house. It's an entire area of one of North America's most prominent cities that has been allowed to just fester like some third world country into this debauched environment. We have 21 world leaders, tens of thousands of people coming from all around the globe. What an opportunity to showcase the world's most extraordinary place, San Francisco. Megan Kelly said his admission was unbelievable. Gavin Newsom and San Francisco London Breed clean up the city just in time for the Chinese leader to show up with Joe Biden, Kelly said on her podcast. They're important, but the actual residents of San Francisco can pound sand is basically what Gavin Newsom said and leadership just, ah, we don't really care about you guys, but we got these commies coming in from China. So we're going to clean house for them. That's literally what they did, right? There's Megan. <laughs> there they are just all grandstanding. Oh, let's do some good op. There's the Moscone center, right? So, and, and here's the, here's the, the open air drug market. The outside of the building was considered the biggest of all open-air drug markets across the city after suddenly sprouting up earlier this year. Usually somewhere between 50 to 100 dealers operate in the street daily, usually doing so undeterred and in broad daylight. This is outside of Moscone Center. So when we talk about Republicans pointing out some of the defects in the bluer cities, all you have to say is, well, what about the open-air drug market where between 50 and 100 dealers are operating on the streets daily, uh, undeterred and in broad daylight? What about that? What about that? Uh, you're exaggerating. You're pointing out our issues so you can be right. 
Well, the thing that I pointed out is that your policy of just allowing these folks to do whatever shenanigans they want 24-7, yeah, all we're saying is that's not really working. It's just, that's not a thing. You can't just let people do, you know, stuff willy nilly and then go, hey, it'll be fine. It'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be all right. Kelly, Megan Kelly said the Democrat governor, widely considered to be a presidential candidate in waiting, had left locals to live in a pigsty and only took action when the world leaders arrived. That's exactly what happened. Because you can't clean up the whole city at once. You don't have the bandwidth to do that. Because you're literally just playing whack-a-mole. Clean up one area, all right. Then some other area just suffers. Oh, let's go hustle and clean that area. And ah, move all the people out. Move all the tents out. Where are they going to go? Where are they going to go? You got to get them into treatment. You got to get them into something. Because out on the streets, that's not where these folks should be. And yet they are. By the thousands. It's so offensive, Megan said. But yeah, when somebody comes over the house, you clean up the house. Yes, but most of us don't live in a pigsty day to day. Oof. Got to agree there, right? It's one thing to do a little cleanup because you got guests coming over. It's another thing to do a massive top to bottom clean out of just a hoarder's rat's nest of filth and human degradation. That's what San Fran did to get cleaned up, right? We have some small clutter to clean up. It's not a complete overhaul of where we choose to raise our children. That's what's needed in San Francisco. Complete overhaul. So those are the issues that that everybody's uh, talking about, right? He doesn't give two S's about the children there. A Czech television crew covering the summit were held up at gunpoint on the eve of the summit and robbed of their equipment. But don't worry, Mayor London Breed said she was going to help them get their stuff back. Yeah, or just pay for it. Because it's not a good look when, you know, international news crews come to your fine city and then the Republicans are right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) so it goes on to talk about that but you know the vast majority of this is is just hey you know your city looks like a dumpster fire one of my other podcasts this article just goes on to (laughs) literally just point out piece after piece after piece after piece of where san francisco is failing uh baseball player otani is that his last? Uh, I, I believe that's uh, how you pronounce his last name. Um, player that just recently signed to LA. Well, he got an identical offer at San Francisco. And there was all in the sports world, there was all this talk about, yeah, yeah, the girls and wives of the professional sports players, they don't really want to necessarily end up in San Fran because, you know, they're running kids. Yeah, that whole poop on their shoes, their designer shoes, that's not going to work out. And so, you know, some of the big argument over this past week has been, did San, is San Francisco having a difficult time bringing in high quality professional sports talent? because of the whole package that San Francisco offers right now, which is literally including poop on the sidewalk, having to deal with that kind of thing. No matter where you are in the city, you're going to deal with some aspect of that. In certain neighborhoods, it's much cleaner. It's much better. But in, in so many of the highly trafficked areas, you just got a lot of homeless people running around doing shenanigans, doing whatever that they want 
without city leadership or police or anybody else saying, don't do this at all. It's just a free for all. So that is literally impacting professional sports players mentality of, do I want to, I got, I'm getting, I'm getting paid $700 million. That's what the most recent uh, news story was. It was over 700 baseball player goes to LA or San Fran, 700 million, basically all things being equal within his contract. He chose LA. And the big thing was, well, did he choose LA? Because LA's arguably got less homeless and all the shenanigans that we talk about with San Francisco. They've got some better weather. But it was one of those things where everybody just kind of said, it's not that LA doesn't have its issues. It's that San Fran has just so many more. And it's just so consistent. And it's just People are tired of it. People are sick and tired of it. We've been talking about this narrative, and this is that narrative that Gavin Newsom says, you guys are over-exaggerating. This isn't a big thing. But when somebody's going to get 700 large, and they got to make a decision between LA and San Fran, and they don't choose San Fran, it's just kind of one more of those checking off that box that San Francisco is in a position that it really needs to clean up its act. And and that's literally where we sit, right? Because we had a mini cleanup for the APEC. We had a mini tiny geographic cleanup because all those areas outside of this, that's where the homeless went. When you get cleared out of somewhere, you're not miraculously all going to city sponsored shelter. You're not doing that because you got to keep doing your drugs. You got to keep buying and selling your stolen goods. You got to keep doing all those crazy things that you've been doing this whole time. And you're not going to give that up for over a couple of week period for the APEC. Oh, APEC's coming to town. Well, I guess we should do everything we can for communism and, uh, you know, just kind of step aside and let them do their thing. And we'll go back to our criminality when it's all said and done. And hey, thanks guys for cleaning up the block for us. We're going to get back to our just shoveling garbage wherever and doing our drugs and our needles and you know, human excrement. We're just going to, we're going to get back to that. So you guys just, you know, we'll take, we'll take her from here. We'll take her from here. (laughs) That is honestly exactly what has happened since the APEC conference took place. It's just gone back to normal. You're hearing more and more stories about that. You know, people running businesses in the area that, um, are saying, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to do this anymore. We've had so many break-ins, can't take it, can't take it. That's the exodus, and that's one of those other storylines that Gavin Newsom is talking about. You guys are exaggerating here. No, we're not exaggerating. This is what's happening. But some of the conversations I'm having is, okay, so Governor, Governor Gavin Newsom, he is going to, he's going to run for president at some point, right? Who's, who's going to vote for him? Now, all of these folks who got him elected governor of California, those kind of folks, is it enough on a national level for him to get elected as president of the United States? I would sure hope not. But you got voted in governor of California, so take it that far. But I think so many people are recognizing state of California yeah, that's not where we want our state to be. That's not where we want the United States to be. So um, who's running against them? We'll vote for that guy or woman. That's where I think we kind of sit. But we'll see, right? Because man, Newsom has been on the rampage getting out there and getting in front of the media. He's, he's done a great job of that. Got to give him that. 
All right. That's it for me on this one. Thanks so much for being here. I'll catch up with you in the next one. Bye for now. <laughs>